0: Havilah Cunnington and this is the Havila Cunnington podcast. Merry Christmas my friends. We are coming in to 2016 and the glorious holiday season. I am, well I feel like I'm sliding into the 25th because well when you have four kids and you're doing a study launch and you're also writing a book where the manuscript is due January 15th, you just slide in. Like there's just no there's just no beautiful way to do this. It's like giving birth, you know? It's, it's like, this is what it looks like. Let me tell you, look at the baby, she's beautiful. Don't look at me, I need a little work. It's kind of what my life looks like right now. And you know what, I don't mind because it's a glorious mess, it's perfect. It just means that um, there's a whole lot of heart, there's a whole lot of hustle, there's a whole lot of reality, and uh, this is how life looks for us. So I hope you're having the same type of year where you're giving your all, and sometimes it looks like it, which I love. So, you know, this whole, um, well, this whole series is about soul food, and last week I did my first ever, well, it's really the first time I've ever done anything like it, I had a guest on my podcast. Did you get a chance to tune in and hear Lisa Bevere? That woman, that woman, serious is she not incredible I adore her I love her so much I really can't it's it's you know people say like I can't imagine life without I I almost can't remember life without having Lisa in it that's how much impact she's had in my life um and she is she's exactly what you see is what you get the most authentic integrous powerful, honest, godly woman you've ever met. So please find her, follow her, read her book Without Rival. It's worth your time. She's incredible. And so this whole series, this whole uh, couple podcasts are really a moment for me to introduce you to some of my new and old friends, women that I think you need to know. You need to know about these women. These women are their voices for this generation, and they are they're like the leading ladies of the movement, of, of culture and faith-based communities. So anyway, today, it's hard to even describe my next guest because she's so she's so fabulous that it's, it's like you couldn't give her one title. She has like a thousand titles. And today, um, I get to introduce you to my new friend, Heather Lindsay. Now, I'm going to, in our conversation, explain a little bit how we met but she is one of the most powerful women I've met and one of the most entrepreneurial, if I could say that. She's one of those where she's not just a wife and a mom. She's a pastor. She is a catalyst. She is an author. She is, she's a movement. And she really does have thousands and thousands of women around the world that follow her. And what I love about it she loves the Lord, and she loves the Word of God more than anyone I know. And that's really important when you have this much power behind your life. So I don't want to take any more time. I'm so honored that she would share any of her time with me. Please meet my friend, Heather Lindsay. Well, today I'm really, really excited about having really a new friend of mine um, um, on the on the show today, and um, it's kind of amazing. Uh, well, I should I should introduce her. Heather Lindsay is with us today Hi. from Atlanta. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Oh, Heather, I'm so honored. I I was kind of um, the way that we met is kind of a roundabout way. I was invited to speak at an event, and you spoke the night before. And the host was like, Havla, you don't understand. Have you ever met Heather? I'm like, no, I haven't. She's like, you have to meet her. Oh, <laughs> like, She was so excited. And then I came out, and you invited me to come out to do your Pinky Promise event in Atlanta. And from the moment, oh, my gosh, the moment I walked in the building, I could feel it. It was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then um, got in there and got to meet, actually got to meet you before that event, and it was I just loved you from the first moment I met you.
1: I really um, did. The feeling's <laughs> mutual. How feel like people you just click with right away? And you were definitely one of those people. I
0: felt that way. I think anybody who's like a mommy minister that's kind of in the trenches gets it. And I oh, know yeah. that was you. Yeah. <laughs> When I walked into your hotel room and you had like a stroller and your littles are running around and there's like food everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is my, this is a girl after my own heart. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So um, Heather, you know, this whole month is about soul food and it's about kind of learning to nurture your soul and learn. And, you know, I know a little bit about your story, but you were not really, you were never in ministry. You weren't raised in a minister's home. What's your background?
1: It's funny. I grew up in um, Brooklyn, Michigan, a really tiny town with t- about 23 sisters and brothers and oh we're gosh. all adopted. 23. Um, yes. There's oh 23 gosh. of us. Heather. And I was adopted at six months and I, I grew up in, a, I was a predominantly white town and I'm mixed. So I kind of yes. always struggled with who I was and my identity. And and I just didn't understand. I just felt different. And then sure. I went off to college and I studied um, production, like TV producing. So I ended up hosting TV and like doing oh all this gosh. stuff.
0: Oh my gosh. I didn't and know that.
1: I up, oh, I ended up working in production and all that <laughs> stuff. And then the Lord told me to pretty much put it all down. So I did some marketing too and I just kind of put it all down. And I was like, well, I'm just going to pursue you, yeah. Lord. Um, as I began to do that, I mean, I knew He called me to preach. He told me about. Gosh, it was about 12, 13 years ago. But I was like, how is this going to happen? I have no (laughs) connection. I don't know anybody. When I say the Lord takes nobodies, and he will literally put you on the map. I mean, literally. I came from a tiny town. Nobody knew. Me. I didn't know me. And I still to this day, I'm confused on how all this happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't it true? Like you really do see, like we're about to celebrate the Christmas season and how when Jesus came, you know, it's little Bethlehem. You really, it's amazing to watch the people that God really highlights or things that are on their life. It really comes from you know a, a place of weakness and God just loves to like show his strength. And uh, it is amazing. Yeah.
1: Do you feel like that? I mean, I didn't, when God started drawing me closer to it, I was like, wait, I don't have to do this. I can stay behind <laughs> the scenes. Like, I don't totally. have to
0: reach. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, it, it, I think people's per- perception is that it's somehow easy and that somehow anyone who has the mic wants to be up there. And I don't think they realize that there's such a cost and a price to it. I don't think that they yes. understand that. Have you experienced that? Oh, gosh, yes.
1: Um, Because the thing, the reality is I'm going to get tested even harder because I'm the one standing up there preaching the message to you. So as a leader, who's the enemy going to attack more than anybody else? The head. It's true. So I'm, you know, preparing to preach or I'm preaching to women or whatever the case is, I just find that. I'm getting attacked even harder on a regular basis because the thing is the enemy wants me to ruin my witness. So people don't listen to the gospel. Yeah, And so getting hit in every area in my life from marriage to kids, to ministry, to people. I mean, we have a church too. So we have so much going on. Yeah. And yeah. It's, tough. it's
0: you, tough. You do have a lot going on and I obviously want to like, I want to, I wish this was like five hours cause I probably could <laughs> talk to you for five hours, but I'm curious. So you started a church. How long ago? Was it a couple of years ago? Is
1: that right? Well I started Pinky Promise Movement um five years ago. It'll be five years in January and we started our church four years ago.
0: Oh my gosh, so my we God. have all, all
1: in five years. <laughs> yes. All been very new and it's just literally just kinda overnight snowballed into this thing and I, I feel like I'm I feel like I I constantly see this vision of the Lord just Taking me and, like, dragging me deeper yeah. from the shore to the deep end. <laughs> you know, I do. And I'm just like, hey! <laughs> It's so, so true. Tough, so tough, but I'm, I'm excited <laughs> because I learned to trust him in the deep. You know yeah. what I mean? I learned to... Surrender and let go and just let him flow through me and it's it's beautiful.
0: It's true. It really does bring out so much in us that we wouldn't expect the richness. And for those that are like listening, because obviously I was kind of new to Pinky Promise. But when I looked at, you know, looked you up and obviously kind of like Googled stalked you a little bit, which isn't, you know, I see with a <laughs> lot of people. I was like, what is this? And the more the more I dove in, the more I realized what a massive movement this is. You are catalytic. You are really uh-huh. an, an activator. And I'm, I'm curious, did you set out to do that? And and
1: how did that begin in your life? Oh gosh, no. I never set out for this. I made a bracelet. So you know those What Would Jesus Do bracelets? Yes. Like, oh, oh yes. Okay. So I want to make a bracelet that encouraged women to get out of the bed. Like stop sleeping around. Okay? <laughs> and I just wanted to encourage like women or those that are married to just honor their husbands. And so I made mm. this bracelet. I dragged my husband to a bead shop for three hours learned how to make <laughs> different bracelets. And then I just put it online before people used to sell stuff online. Yeah. It went online, ordered, and When I say tens of thousands of orders came through. I was so confused. We just sat there and we were like, where are these people coming from? <laughs> and, um, when I say just spread and then we came to the realization, I said, babe, it's not enough to give people a bracelet and say, don't sleep around or honor God with your body and your life. Um, let's start pinky promise movement, which is small groups. So now there's mm. over 50,000 women and 300 is groups. Really?
0: Girl- 50,000 women.
1: It's crazy. And those girls are on fire for God. Yeah, and- they are. And I just do like monthly studies and um, I preach to them monthly and I never expected for it to grow like this. People always ask me, but I'm reminded (laughs) of the book of Acts. It says that God adds to our numbers, not us. So this was all him.
0: That's crazy. So you literally from your, in your house, you make these beads, you put it up online and then all of a sudden there's movement behind it. And, but you are, you are definitely not passive. Like when I've been with you, you have, you're a big dreamer. Have you always yeah. had big
1: dreams? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, all the time. I've always been one of those people that's like, if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove to you that I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm definitely a go getter, you know? Yeah. And so. When God tells me to do something, I will do it and it sounds crazy to everybody else. And other people might overthink it and say, oh, no, I can't do it because of this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, God will fund it. I'm just going to step out on faith. And if I fail, then you know what? We all mean, you know, we all fail together. It'll be fine. So I don't know. I feel like I kind of have a gift of faith where I'm like, God, whatever Mm -hmm. you want me to do, I'll just do it even though it sounds crazy.
0: <laughs> no, I believe that and I I think there is absolutely a tangible gift of faith that when you are yeah. around it you activate it and it is Amen. it is a gift. And Amen. um I'm I'm amazed watching you. You do that. So I'm curious being a wife, being a mom. You you have two a boy and a girl. Yes, and what please. are their ages again?
1: Um, Taylor is 18 months and Logan is three years old. She's okay. Oh my gosh. So close together, enough, close <laughs> enough, right?
0: <laughs> and how do you, as like a mom and an entrepreneur and, a, a, you know, a pastor, how do you nurture your soul? What are, what are some things that you like to do?
1: I think it's important that you have a good village of like people that you trust around you. Um, I think community is important. So you can have that girl time where you can just go hang out with your friends away from everything, a- away from the husband. Although I love my husband to life, <laughs> husbands can be a little high maintenance. Uh huh. You know? uh-huh. So, so <laughs> cooking dinner and away from the house and the, all those things and the kids and having girl time is important to me. Um, I always have like an annual girls trip that I take. Um, exercising and working out is good. Um, I also like thrifting. That like helps me. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, like prayer time, spending time with the Holy spirit and just sitting and just, um, just taking that time to get away. I've learned that I can't do everything. And that's why I had to get help. Like we have a nanny so I can pray and spend time with God and get some work done. So just little things like that help me to just, you know,
0: yep. unwind
1: yep. and have my moment.
0: No, I do. Nope. And, and I've noticed, I follow you, you know, I, I see you do a lot of travel. You like to travel. Uh, but I also see you really, um, love to set time aside to date your husband. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that's really, it's such an important thought. And I think we forget that, that, you know, just because you got married, doesn't mean that you, you're now an old married, boring person, but you really have pursued that. Well, is that something that you saw witness? Like, did you witness that? Or was that something
1: that God put on your, on your heart? I didn't witness it. I'll be honest. When we first got really busy in ministry, we didn't have date nights. We would go gosh, or date days, we call them yeah um, go to lunch. But we didn't have any time that we spent together and a month or two would go by. And I'm like, um, this is not going to work. I see we're only going to get busier. We've to make time for our marriage because if our marriage is not strong, then our home's not going to be strong and it's going to mess up what God has called us to do as a couple. Um, so I, I really pressed, you know, date day into my husband and he had a hard time because He's a workaholic like me. (laughs) So we (laughs) both had to say we're going to set this time aside for our family, not only our family because family days on Saturday, and Friday is the day for me and my husband. Mm. Um, but just having that time to unwind and just laugh and be silly, it's just helped our marriage so much. And we also have like weekly meetings together on Wednesday. You do, we do so much business together. Mm. So so our business meetings are good, because now we can go over the business aspects that we have together. So there's no confusion. And I mean, they're just it's so helpful.
0: That's such a great idea. And Ben and I do that kind of on a Monday, we'll sit down. And um, because like you said, you're ministering together, you working together, you're parenting together. It's just a full force thing in your life. So I think that's yeah. really cool. I've never really put it together that that's exactly what that is, but that's really well said. So let me ask you now, you know, you have this, this really, um, huge community that follows you and, you know, what are the things that you think people get stuck on that they, they just don't know how to feed their soul, their mind, will, and emotions, they get stuck. I mean, do you, I guess I should say, do you, do you see that in your community and, uh, what, what do you think, um, they need to do to change some of that in their life?
1: If, if, I feel like if somebody feels stuck, they have to ask themselves, what are you feeding on? Because if mm. you're feeding on the word of God and you're feeding on sermons and listening to worship music and reading godly books, then that's what's going to fill you up. But if you're feeding on empty things like this world, like garbage television shows, Instagram all day and night, Facebook, if you're feeding... If you're yep, feeding on yep. those things, you're starving your spirit, man. So we have to look at and ask ourselves, you know, what am, what am I full of? Whatever I'm full of is what I'm going to you know, harvest in my life. So if you're feeling stuck, you have to say, okay, what am I pouring in? Am I spending time with the Lord? Because once you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can relate. If you have, if you're in a funk and then you go to your quiet place to spend mm-hmm. time with the Lord, I mean, he can change and give me perspective immediately. It's just get in that true. place of prayer and just saying, God, you know, thy will be done so. Spending time with the Holy Spirit will, will get you out of that funk really fast.
0: It's so well said. And I, I really love, Heather, just like, just the conviction that you, you live in. And I think what is, I don't know, I guess it just, it makes me think a lot about how much you've had to really overcome. And when you talk, there's such authority. And I think part of our authority comes from the fact that we've had to live it. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I can really tell that in your life. And, you know, I do follow your social media a lot because you're, you are consistent and you always are going to say something consistently where I'm going to get inspired or impassioned in to follow Christ in a, in a stronger way. And mm-hmm. uh, I love that about you. I really, really do. I think you're an amazing woman. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I do. And you have good fashion sense too, which is oh. <laughs> you do like you do like fashion and all of that, right? Do you are you are you have you always been like a makeup jewelry kind of girl or is that
1: I've always been like a super duper girly girl. I just love it. Even when I lived in New York City and I was like super, super poor and I just was like <laughs> barely surviving, I would go to thrift stores and I would sometimes even barter and like get cute That's stuff. awesome. It's like, just because I'm struggling doesn't mean I have to look like it. So yep, yep, come on. I'm with you. I've
0: done it myself. I absolutely agree. So I'm curious, what's on the horizon for you? What are you dreaming about for 2017? Is there anything in your heart? Oh gosh, there's so many things. I'm putting
1: <laughs> on a new book and I'm really excited. You about are? That. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the new book. Hey. Um, the new book is just about um, just silent seasons and those seasons where it seems mm-hmm. like God is not answering you or it seems like God's so far away and you know sometimes in our walk we can get excited about God but then it seems like that se- that dry season comes and it's like wait hold on you know yeah, God are you still yeah. there? Nothing's working out. Have you left me? Do you still love me? Do you care about me? So I'm working on a book. My husband and I um, are we had our own private publishing company for a while okay. but we're just okay. making it public to everybody else. Oh my god. So we're starting our own publishing company, which is that really, is really exciting. exciting. I yes. love that. And then we have our Pinky Promise conference next year, and I'm really excited. I know we have Lisa Bevere coming. So I know. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm, I'm entertaining a couple things that I've never really entertained before. I'll be honest. I've had about nine to ten television shows reach out to me, but wow. I've never felt like it was a good fit because I felt like those shows did not bring glory to God. But um, I'm having some production companies reach out to me where I have a play in the production. So I have lots of say-so, which is yes, good. Yes, it is. So I'm entertaining some stuff that um, if it will absolutely bring glory to God, I'm going to run with it and go with it. But if it doesn't, then I will absolutely will not. So um, <laughs> I love
0: that. I abs- I'm with you. I think if you can have a sense of say in it. Gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a whole world to be reached and we, it's how we reach him. So I, I love that thought. I love that. And you, I would, I, I would tune in. I'd be interested to see how you live. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Okay. So pinky Promise is coming up. Anybody can find out about pinky promise online. Is it pinky Well, um, it's pinky
1: promise and you can find out about the conference. You can join a local group. We have a groups just all over the world. Um, and then you can just get more information in general about my blog. I have a blog and like a YouTube channel where I talk about everything from depression to how, you know, my favorite skincare products and how to I keep love your it. clear. I mean, I talk about all things women, all things girly, um, and just all things, Jesus. Too. I love
0: it. And then lastly, Heather, you, you you and your husband put out a book this year. What, what's yeah. the title of that book?
1: It's called fighting together, encouraging fight together. marriages to fight together instead of each other.
0: Come on.
1: I don't know about you, <laughs> but it seems like there's an attack in the body of Christ against marriages. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard for us to watch this. I think, you know, my husband being a pastor, we just, we see so many attacks and we see how the enemy just wants to come in and destroy marriages. And we just got so fed up. I think I felt like it was a righteous anger towards it. You know? yep. And so we decided to write this book where we talk about everything of how to deal with in-laws, you know, sex, um, what to do with um, adultery, if it happens in your marriage, just every issue that it. people have dealt with and just to see what the Bible says biblically about it.
0: Yeah. And you both, I mean, what I love about it is you're really feeding everyone's life in all different areas. So if you're single, there's something out there for you. If you're married, we have something for you. If it's, you know, you really are hitting the whole family and you're, and you're really creating a culture of, of a, of a godly lifestyle and a godly pursuit. So anybody who's like tuning in right now, I really want you to check out Heather Lindsay and Pinky Promise, the Movement.com, as well as get on, your YouTube is pretty, um, people really like your YouTube because you do drop a lot of videos and Bible studies and stuff on there as well. So, yeah. I, Oh, Heather, I'm so honored that you give me any of your time. You are one busy woman and I love it because amazing. You, Don't give me <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy you so much. I am confident that we will be friends for a very, very long time until you can lose me. That's the truth. And, um, I'm really honored. So thanks again
1: for, for, um, for doing
0: this with me. Of
1: course. And thanks for having me. And you guys keep listening to our podcast because I listen to them too. And they just (laughs) minister to my whole life. So just keep listening and keep supporting. It's so important that we as women just keep supporting each other. It's true.
0: All right. I love you, Heather. I love you too. Okay. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Well, that's our episode for today. I'm so honored to have Heather on with us. And next week, we're going to have another special guest, for our soul food study. Remember, this is all in celebration of our big launch, January 1st, for our soul food Bible study. It starts January 1st. It's 20 days and it's completely free. It's where we take four meals of the Bible, bread and wine, fish and loaves, apples and trees, and milk and honey. And we pull apart this, this basic meal and we find out what Christ did to meet a, the deepest hunger in each of us. What, what meal was it? What need did it represent? And how Christ will meet that, not just physically, but internally. So don't forget to check us out, Soul Food, uh, our Soul Food Study on Truth to Table. As well as this, um, don't forget to sign up because we have a really special thing happening January 1st. Um, it's not just the study, and I'm gonna tell you more about that next week. So stay with us. I love you guys. Thanks for catching up with us. And um, don't forget to find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm there every day. I'll catch you next time.